This Mother's Day, don't forget to celebrate mom for everything she does with a bouquet from 1-800-Flowers.com. Right now, when you order early at 1-800-Flowers, you can get $25 off two dozen assorted roses, plus a free vase. Moms deserve the best, so 1-800-Flowers only lets the most beautiful roses make it off their farms and to her door. Lock in your order for guaranteed Mother's Day delivery at 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. That's 1-800-Flowers.com slash ACAST. Fuck that motherfucker. You fucked us again. I get the fuck <laughs> off this motherfucking island and get away from these motherfucking dinosaurs. Did you love the search for the perfect rental on a Friday night? Did your parents have all the premium channels so you watched movies you had no business watching as a young child? I know I did. Welcome to Mike and Anthony Soda Pop Culture Club. Me, Mike, along with my co-host, Antoine. Hey, Colonel Sanders. What do you do when you're not doing the chickens? I grow dinosaurs. (laughs) We bring our take on a classic movie every Monday from the 80s, 90s, and beyond during which we will play the game and open up a six-pack of favorite scenes. We also point out a few generic scenes as well. At the end of the show, we'll rate the movies. We wait them one to 24 cans. One can is a T-Rex eats you while you're dropping a deuce. And 24 cans is Jeff Goldblum's majestic chest mane. But Mm. before we get to all that... (laughs) Yes. But before we get to all that, we want to let you know something. We now have a Patreon. For as little as $5 a month, we will deliver you bonus episodes and special content just for our patrons. If you choose any of the higher tiers, because we have like tiers, like, you know, we have a single pack, a six pack, all kinds of crazy think, stuff. Think Scientology, everybody. The more you it's, pay, the higher level you get. I will, I will, you will go clear if You'll you go pay clear. more. Yeah. <laughs> so if any, if you choose any of those higher tiers, we'll also give you a shout out as one of our soda jerks. Basically, you're helping us produce the show. And we love that and many other cool benefits. So if you like what you hear and you want to make sure you can keep the lights on for us and let us keep delivering you this mediocre content, please join us. Plus, it will only it will only be the only way you have access to episodes prior to the last 12 episodes. Meaning, if you want to listen to something we did last year, you got to be a Patreon member. So remember that. So anything beyond that, we are making those exclusively, exclusively available to the Patreon subscribers. Now, we do still have our website, sodapopcultureclub.com, where you can check our episode schedule, buy some merch, and you can still make those movie suggestions, which also helps us out and supports the show. Just remember, with the request to use our Venmo or PayPal, which are on the website. You can find it all there. A couple more things. Don't forget to share the show with your friends. Check out our Instagram, at Mike and Anthony. As you know, we post some shit with Anthony that just turns the ladies on. And all that. Actually, no, we actually just try to post clever memes that go along with the movies and sometimes fail. So there you go. Right. Just like if, <laughs> like if I tried to post something that would turn the ladies on, it would fail. <laughs> yes. But I do have to add. 
Yes. For our Patreons, just so you know, we're not releasing this information, but I will tell you, when we hit a specific number of Patreons, we will post a picture of Mike reenacting the Nirvana Nevermind cover. Oh, no, no. I thought, see, now, we uh, he says this, but we did have a discussion once where we thought maybe we ought to reenact the American Beauty right. cover with that. We so that, that's that's a possibility. We might, you know, if we get, here's what I'll tell you, people. Here's what we want. What would be our dream would be to have, um, what number could it be? I got to think of a number that would make me. hundred billion people. Here's what I'll say. Fifty. If 50 people join our Patreon. First 50. We will make a calendar with us reenacting weird ass ce- weird ass scenes or covers of movies or albums. How's that sound? Maybe. Maybe? No, no, we'll do it. He's just saying maybe, maybe because he likes to be standoffish. Finally, I got one more thing. We need you to go to Apple Podcasts and hit us up for a five star uh, or any star review and a comment. It would be super awesome and it helps the show out. Anthony, what are we doing, man? What do you want to talk about? Well, I told you what we're doing. Colonel Sanders gets out of the chicken game and grows dinosaurs. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, you want me to just hit the trailer Let's and let him figure it, it yeah. out? Okay. I own an island off the coast of Costa Rica. And I've spent the last five years setting up a kind of biological preserve. What kind of park is this? made living biological attractions so astounding that they'll capture the imagination of the entire planet. It's, it's a dinosaur. There's no doubt our attractions will drive kids out of their minds. Grandpa! We're going to make a fortune with this place. We're going to open next year. That is if the lawyers don't kill me first. What species is it? It's a Velociraptor. The park will open with the basic tour you're about to take. Don't you see the danger, John, inherent in what you're doing here? Genetic power is the most awesome force the planet's ever seen. You wield it like a, a kid that's found his dad's gun. These are aggressive living things that have no idea what century they're in, and they'll defend themselves violently if necessary. Dinosaurs and two species separated by 65 million years of evolution just been suddenly thrown back into the mix together. How can we possibly have the slightest idea what to expect? Hey, what'd I touch? Uh, I didn't touch anything. We stopped. Anybody hear that? I tell you... It's an impact term is what it is. Maybe it's the power trying to come back on. What the hell with the hell? Fences are failing all over the park. Are you hearing this? The shutdown is a turn of all offenses. Fairly alarmed here. Hold on to your butt. Oh no. I 
can't get Jurassic Park back online. Yeah, that's nice. Gotta go. Come on, come on, come on. We gotta get out of here. We gotta get out of here. The only thing that matters now are the people we love. Which is just a delay. That's all it is. All major theme parks have delays. Yeah, but John, if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. Sanders, you need to just go back to the $5 fill-up. The $5? They didn't um, have that back then, man. They just had the bucket, and that was it. Was that that in that preview? It's awesome having uh, <clears throat> Jeff Goldblum reference the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah, that's that, awesome. that's, that is. That is uh, well, you know, he said he was trying to make Disney for dinosaurs. So, anyways, um, did you want to go into the numbers, or do you want to play the game first? No, we never play the game first. Well, you then, to, your... Why are you messing with our schedule? All right. I do I do what I want to do. I know you do. Go ahead. I hate it. All right, here's our breakdown by the numbers. Directed by Steven Spielberg and starring Sam Neill, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Richard Attenborough, Bob Peck, Martin Ferrero, B.D. Wong, Samuel L. Jackson, Wayne Knight, Joseph Mazzello, and Ariana Richards' Jurassic Park was released on June 11th, 1993, taking in over $912 million at the box office in its initial release, eventually crossing the $1 billion mark after its 20th anniversary 3D release. Against a $63 million budget, it scores 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb and 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, a 3D release. You know, 3D... It's something that has come and went. I everybody told me when back then I said this is just a fad and it's annoying. And everybody was yeah. like, "No, it's the thing, man. You got to buy a TV with." That. I'm like, "No, no, I don't." Wave no. in the future. Did you go no, see was, anything in 3D in the movies? Well, I had to. If you, you go, to. I mean, you know, you kind of had to if you wanted to see it in the larger screens with the nicest shit. So yeah, I did, and it was okay. I mean, it wasn't like the only one that blew me away actually is a Christmas Carol, the one with Jim Carrey. Yeah, was really good with yeah. the three D. They did it better than, and that's a kids movie. So there you go. So I remember. Uh, I think we saw Thor in three D, and oh yeah, just like a couple of them we saw in three D when three D was out. Um, no, it's funny. I remember Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, Freddy's Dead, the final nightmare. Even yeah, it wasn't the final one, but part six. I'm just saying. <laughs> At the end, the, the not so final. It had a 3D moment. You got 3D glasses when you went. So you roar them the whole fucking time. No, 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 no. no just oh. it, it, and it. They let you know when to put them on. It's like when Freddy like loses the dream demons and they're flying around him. Yeah, you have to put on your 3D glasses just to see these fucking little worm like fucking dudes were these the old school ones though yes or, these were the old okay. school 3d glasses yeah. <laughs> but i remember that how was that with the was it any good or was it shit was it like jaws 3d like just I shit mean, it was like 3d but you know yeah they, what happens is in the movie the 
female lead in it. It's it's incorporated into the movie. He gives okay. her a pair of glasses, and it's like, what? They're like sunglasses or whatever it is. But he's like, in the dream world, it can be anything you want. So basically, in the movie, when she puts on the glasses, that's when you're supposed to put on the 3D glasses. So they can incorporate. Ah, so you know it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. cool at the same time, not. It, it was, like, you, know, you know, it is it what gimmicky. It, is. it was gimmicky. gimmicky very. Yeah, yeah. Very so good. Like having Rosanna Tom Arnold in it. That was gimmicky. <laughs> you know what? So before we get to the game, um, since we're talking about by the numbers, I'm going to give a couple facts here. Uh, when director Steven Spielberg and author Michael Crichton were working on a screenplay that would eventually become the television series ER, amazingly enough, Spielberg asked the writer about the plans for his next book. Crichton told him about Jurassic Park, and Spielberg immediately tapped Universal to buy the film rights in May 1990 before the book was even published. He was so excited that he began storyboarding scenes from the book, even though there was no screenplay written yet. So he he was making the movie before yeah. it was a movie. That's because he so. knew. He knew he was doing. Um, and then another thing, where since we're talking about cast there for a moment, casting was everything. Other possible candidates for the roles in the film included William Hurt and Harrison Ford as Alan Grant. I could see William Hurt. Harrison Ford, I don't know. That's sad to say. I don't know if I could see him doing Sam Neill's part. Um, you know what? So it's it's funny. I do I do got to say about this. Um, this is one of those movies where the two leads, I could totally be fine with plenty of different people playing them. That's true. That's really true. Could. Nothing against Sam Neill or Lorna Dern. I'm just saying like I could see plenty of people playing those roles and I would be absolutely fine with it. Well, here's another one. Here's another one for you. Christina Ricci as uh, Lex, the little girl, the hacker. And because at that time she was the it girl, I'm surprised she wasn't. It must've been something else. And then Sean Connery as John Hammond. That was, that was pretty good. Or, and then here's the, I think this is where you were at mm-hmm. because remember, um, Princess Bride, uh, mm-hmm. Robin Wright or Juliette Binoche as Ellie Sattler. Another, those are really good actresses at the time. Yeah. So definitely. Sean Connery, I don't know. Yeah, I think him. Only because I'm like. Too much British with the British like, owner and the, you know, or Scottish owner. I've already, you know, I've already, we've done Congo already. Yeah. You know, we haven't he, done Congo. No, but with him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. He was in Congo, right? I'm thinking Congo. No, that's Tim Curry. No, was it? What am I thinking of? Well, Medicine Man was one I was thinking of. Uh, What? He was in Entrapment. He was in, uh, I don't know how many movies I could say with, uh, he was uh, uh, the the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Right. Um, I'm saying, uh, (laughs) no, wasn't there... We did not do Congo. No, I know we didn't do Congo. I'm not talking, I'm saying there was something like that would be yeah. fucking hilarious. Sean Connery was in that had like a jungle theme or whatever. I know Medicine Man was one of them, but oh, I'd have to think. Now you're making. I have to go look at his IMDb or whatever. But I'm not ready to do that because you know what I am ready to do. Play the game. Play the game. Hey, the game is fun. We'll play that for game. you. All right, so now we are playing the game, and the game is, if you do not remember, I have three reviews in front of me. Two of them are real. One of them is fake, and Anthony has to guess the fake one that I made up, and you two can play along, and maybe you can guess it. I bet you 
people listening in your earphones, ear holes right now have already got me pegged and figured out before Probably. I'm um, It's Anthony that has the problems. So yes. are we ready? No. Okay. All right. So <laughs> I have Elliot Taylor of the Seattle Times. Spielberg has once again gave us movie magic. Mark Savlov of the Austin Chronicle, the biggest, grandest dinosaur movie ever. Steve Rhodes, internet reviews. Overall, I give the movie a three-star rating and wish the dinosaurs would have eaten all of the people except for, say, a narrator in the first five minutes of the show. There you have it. Um, all right, I'm going to guess the first one. Well, why are you guessing? You know, I don't like it. You have to tell me reasons why. First, no, I want to know if I'm right, and then I'll tell you the reason. No, no, no. You no, have to tell it. me why. That's not how it works. Well, At Carvana, we're in the business of driving you happy. And with the widest selection of used cars under $20,000, you're bound to find a car that'll put a smile on your face. Carvana gives you control by letting you customize your down and monthly payments. You can browse tens of thousands of cars online to find one within your budget, and you won't get surprised with any bogus fees. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to shop for a vehicle. Carvana, we'll drive you happy. Availability may vary by market. We are at a standstill, I guess. That is how it works. I how about huh? I will eliminate one for you. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Steve Rhodes was real review. He wanted more people to be eaten. All right. So why why the, the first only one? reason I guess the first one is because as soon as I heard you say um, Steven Spielberg has once again gave us yes not given us oh it's my shitty fucking <laughs> grip you, you dumbass yes. <laughs> i don't I, I gotta fucking remember my grammar okay Either you fucked that the up reason you should have known is not the reason you knew the, but i still knew elliot taylor is elliot from et yeah and i when i heard that name too i was like that's fuck him and his fuck hole and if you are have a yes. good grammar yes. person out yes. there and you hear that and you're like you know, hearing my shitty grammar and you knew it as well. Well, you know, thank you. I, I am not perfect. And at least I give breadcrumbs, you know, there you go. This motherfucker's <laughs> on fire today. Damn. Yeah. Damn. All right. <laughs> Maybe next time I'll have you write it. So that one. No, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't word good. Uh, well, you word good enough to know that I didn't, I should have put given. <laughs> and I didn't even think of that. No, see, I'm going to start sending them to my mother for a proper grammar. I'm more She's really of, good uh, at that. I don't word good, but I can point out mistakes. Yeah. Okay. Are you ready to point out some mistakes in this movie? Sure. All right. Industrialist John Hammond has created a theme park of cloned dinosaurs, Jurassic Park, on Isla Nublar, an island off the Costa Rican coast. After a dinosaur handler is killed by a velociraptor, the park's investors demand that experts visit the park and certify its safety. Gennaro invites mathematician and chaos theorist Ian Malcolm, while Hammond invites paleontologist Dr. Alan Grant and paleobotanist Dr. Ellie Sattler. Upon arrival, the group is shocked to see a live Brachiosaurus. <sighs> this is how the movie starts. Well, it actually starts with the guy getting 
killed. But, yeah. <laughs> but, but but you know, I put it all together here because really this is this is how it gets. And this is a good beginning. I, I think it kind of I think they did a good way of setting up why these people are coming together, you yeah. know. And it let us meet all the principal characters. It's kind of disappointing though when the guy, the when the insurance guy goes and meets the one guy digging in the thing, he says, Grant's like me, he's a digger, you know that guy? Yeah. With the mustache. That's the only time we see him in the movie, and he's actually a good actor. So it's like kind of weird that you only get him there. Yeah, like it's kind of strange. But that was it. That he was done. Maybe they, maybe he was in it more. They just had to cut it down. I don't know. You know that's true. Uh, there's a lot of times that people, we we really don't see the whole picture sometimes as to what was there. We only see what they ended up going. Hey, this movie needs to be two hours long, so let's cut another yeah. hour off. Well, considering a lot of movies, they shoot like eight hours of footage. Yeah, sometimes. Or more. Or they're really tight. You know, there are some, if you look at sometimes, I've read where they've shot way more than they need, and I've read where they did it so tight that they literally did everything they needed to in 30 days, and they only got exactly what they needed except for maybe a half hour extra. And you're like, how do they do that? How do they make a good movie and <laughs> put themselves to where, like, you want you want a little room to wiggle, you know? I just don't know. Now, if you know what you're doing. Well, and obviously, if we, you and I were making a movie, we wouldn't know what the fuck we're doing. Oh, if we were making a movie, I'm going to put you out in the woods by yourself with a Handycam for eight days. I was going to say, you are Handycam, uh, shake, found footage guy. This is, yep. this is, we're, we're, we're no, that, gonna, out of that craze. I'm just going to wait till you actually die out there. So then I've got a media push behind the movie. That's, uh, my, faces marketing. Of death style. That's my marketing right there. He <laughs> actually <laughs> dies at the end. In he died life. making the movie. And then the last scene will be where the camera, when I fell and died, it's just looking at my face, laying on the ground, kind of like in uh, Blair Witch. See, there you go. <laughs> you are you would be out in the woods trying to do a live podcast from the woods. That would be die. idiotic. I know, but you die. <laughs> now, speaking of dying. All that's left is your our business cards <laughs> strung about. <laughs> they fell out of my pocket. They're everywhere. Oh, man. Uh, and birds are using them to nest now. Um, you know, the thing I want to talk about, though, is the guy dying. And, you know, they had him jump up on the top of the thing and have to manually do that. Yeah. Why? Even in 93 or 92, whenever they made this movie, pardon me. Why is that not an automated gate? Why is it still a manual fucking operation? <laughs> Don't ask me because you got to explain why he died. Yeah, but the thing was a heavy door. Wouldn't you have like a crane next that you'd hook a, like he'd just go up and hook a crane up and the crane would pull the door up and then the crane would let it down. And like, and then the guy could just stand back once after he got it connected. Like it's called safety. I mean, I'm just thinking Um, it's called budget cuts. Okay. You know, you got to work the numbers. Maybe next year they were planning to get that done. Yeah. Yeah. I I guess. I mean, whatever. I I just thought that it, it, it was. It's a hole to me. It is. Here's a hole. what I feel like. This is just my my um my thoughts on it. I feel like they started. They built a park. Yeah. They started building the park. I don't yeah. feel like anything was ever done. I think it was still a work in progress. But then they started growing the fucking dinosaurs because they got too anxious and they wanted to see what happens. Like, let's hatch some of these fuckers. So then the dinosaurs are starting to come out. They're growing yeah. up. They're still finishing the park. They're still doing stuff. They're like, oh, we can do it as we go. That's what I think. 
I I think well I think they had the main buildings done and everything like they said. Although did you watch the reboot the the first reboot that we just had the it was basically a Christmas movie but uh the what? But the 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 first Chris Pratt Jurassic Park did you yeah, watch yeah. that Jurassic yeah. World? Yeah. Um that park was way different than this park. I'm right. Just say. That's cuz they <laughs> they knew what they were doing. No they didn't. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They didn't, but um so uh I think we have a couple things we want to get to. I think you have a six pack here. Cause uh, when we get, oh, yeah. I mean, Alan Grant, he's uh, out with the kids and everything. I'll hit your six pack here. Go ahead with that. Jeff Goldblum, six pack. He makes every movie he's in better. Well, we, that's not what the scene is. Huh? It's the other one that you have below it. Or is that mine? No, Jeff, that's you're mine. Stupid. Oh, the point. Okay. The six pack I have is I love the scene where Alan Grant is, at the dig and the kid is like, what can that thing do? He's not dangerous or whatever. He's really dissing the Velociraptor. And then he takes that little claw thing and he goes over there and explains to how the thing will eat him while he's alive. Cause it likes it better type of thing. Yeah. And how he scares the shit out of the kid. Um, I really like that because yeah. he, we're supposed to gather that he doesn't like kids, but that's the weird thing about this movie. I never thought that he didn't like kids. I just thought he didn't like the kid not respecting the dinosaur. That yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't the kid that was the problem. It was his treatment of the dangerousness of these animals. Right. You know? Fear and yeah. respect that dinosaur. Fear and respect. <laughs> what? Oh, the, like the escalator? Is that what you're going for? Yes. Here? Dinosaurs are like escalators. <laughs> yes. So I'll get to your next one. So the reason we see him is because they're trying to get this band together because they need to get these experts. And the next expert we meet is your favorite. I'll hit your six. Pack. I already said it. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, but you say it again because it makes every it, movie he is in better. I would agree with that. But one what about faves. that? I was trying to think of that movie with the cover vibes. She vibes or what is that what vibes. it's called? It's or called vibes. vibes. Yeah. Hopper. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he made that one better. <laughs> uh, I guarantee you didn't make it worse. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That is so true. That is so true, man. Although, would you say that the character he is in this movie, he's also in Independence Day, is the same character? Like, he's always the smartest guy in the room with the cocky attitude? He's that character in a lot of movies. Uh, Except true. Nine, nine months. Not well, so nine months, he's still eccentric and cocky and a really good artist. Right, that, but not uh, the smartest person in the room. But no, no, he is not. Yeah, I would say that is the one time where he's not the smartest. He says, don't listen don't to me. I don't know, though. You know what? Now that he I think about the... it, he's basically not bringing in any money. He's an artist, right? Because they said, how many? How long do you got to be dead before you pay that phone bill? And yet, yeah. he's hosting this elaborate <laughs> trip. <laughs> In this big ass mansion, yeah. So maybe he is the smartest guy in the room. He knows how to live without having to pay for it. Is that right. what you're saying? Apparently, great movie. We'll do it someday. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think Jeff Goldblum makes everything better. And I always like a scene where it's like we always say the getting the band back together. You know, everybody, yeah, getting in together, and we see them to get meshing, and we see how Goldblum's cocky, and you see how Ellie Sattler the the Grant's uh, uh, significant. I don't know what she is to him. I guess they are an item, right? But mm -hmm. you kind of didn't get that feel at first, but they fuck are. Buddy. Yeah, fuck buddy, whatever they are. 
Um, but you know, you kind of see her and how she is. And I, I think it's a good, I think it's a good scene. I think it's a great, you know, uh, when, what, uh, what does, uh, Hammond say, you know, I brought a scientist, you brought a rock star yes. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know what I'd like to see? What? I'd like to see this whole group of people on yeah. an oil rig. <laughs> and then have to save the world by flying yeah. to an asteroid. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, wow. That's a crossover. Are you ready for this? Are you yeah. ready to move on here? Okay. All right. So at the park's visitor center, the group learns that the cloning was accomplished by extracting dinosaur DNA from prehistoric mosquitoes preserved in amber. DNA from frogs was used to fill in gaps in the genome of the dinosaurs and to prevent breeding. So it's like gr growing pot and keeping the seeds separate. Uh, all the dinosaurs were made female by omitting exposure to testosterone during a critical period in embryonic development. The group witnesses the hatching of a baby velociraptor and visits the raptor enclosure. During lunch, the group debates the ethics of cloning and the creation of the park. Malcolm warns about the implications of genetic engineering and scoffs at the park's conceptualization, saying that it will inevitably break down, which it does pretty darn quick. <laughs> well, I mean, it's obviously we got the when he started talking chaos, even before we got here, um, it was so heavy handed. It was the foreshadowing for this whole movie, right? So that's right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. So to me, that was very, it was pretty heavy handed. I mean, I don't mind that. I would say, though, usually Spielberg is a little more, I don't know how to put it, clever or like he can say it without beating you over the head. And I think on that, this, this character beats us over the head uh, with that a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, kind of necessary. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. <laughs> you know, I would agree. Like, um, you're going to fucking kill everybody. I would want to get that point across. That Well, that's the funny thing about him. He's like always joking, but he is saying, you know, this is not going to work. People are going to die. <laughs> he keeps saying that. Everybody's going to die, and it's going to be your fucking fault, Colonel Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I want to say, though, what to me, though, the best, one of the better moments, and I think the audience probably, this is one of the big moments, was when Grant meets or sees the first dinosaur. Mm -hmm. I would I I could, would love to imagine or you know what that what he was thinking how he was feeling when he yeah. saw that cuz it's like seeing it'd be like seeing a unicorn for real or a, a, you know something that you just didn't believe existed Nessie Yeah well that doesn't exist that didn't like happen that so you believe yeah. didn't exist Yeah or you're right. <laughs> Yeah duh um but you know, know it's but, like the same feeling you get in, from Harry and the Hendersons yeah, true. <laughs> but, you know, he watches that and he has that sense of wonderment. What's crazy now is we watched this movie and back then people watching that screen probably had a little bit of that wonderment. Now, we, if you watch it, it's like, ho-hum. I mean, I've seen every Marvel movie where there's crazy shit going on the screen. Yeah, This but is like, you know. You didn't have this back then until you had I know. It. back. That's what I'm saying. Back then, this was like, oh, my God. And now we watch it and it's like, yeah, and? It's like, what are you going to do next? Isn't that the way movies are? Something else uh, is going to come out? Yeah, but back then, this this was pretty much the standard for a while, though. I would say this held on to its throne a lot longer. Even I would even say it was better, still better than Titanic, because Titanic, 
had some obvious CGI moments that you looked when the boat was or the ship was, you know, capsizing or whatnot. And you're like, oh, that's fucking obvious. That's that's shitty CGI. While at least in this, they did it so well that you kind of can see it sometimes, but most of the time you don't. So you would prefer Titanic had they just built a replica and drown a bunch of people on purpose. I think it Titanic. Real. So I, it looked no, realistic. I think it was too early, and I think people fell in love with the story. Uh, the effects weren't that great. Yeah, duh. They fell in love with the story and the nudie part. Well, yeah, I guess I never. I was never a fan. So liar. But hey, hey, hey. But we are going to do that. You were not a fan yeah. of Kate Winslet nude. Oh no, 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 no. Okay, no. not geez. a fan of the movie. Okay, not Kate Winslet's nude. <laughs> I mean, I could do a podcast probably on all the nudity she's done. I mean, I'd probably do a few podcasts. She's been nude in a lot of movies. Has she? I think, yes. Don't uh-huh. you know? That's like one of her things that people say. Like, like she's willing to go topless or whatnot in a movie. Like, so Good for there her. You go. And I have no problem with that because you're right. That just shows self-confidence. Right. To me, it's, it's just like, yeah, it's just me just doing my thing. You know? I just mean, saying. hey. If I had it, I would show it. Yes, but you don't. Um, (laughs) Now, when we get to the park itself, um, we already said this, the, the, the new one and this old one. Yeah. It's like, it's like looking at your, your uh, cabin in the woods compared to a a modern oasis, you know, (laughs) with, with everything you need. The, The new one just has so much going on. This one looks like, I don't know if I want to get, it looks like a horror show comparatively. It's like, it's not good. It's like a, how did we think that was good? How did we think that that was a big elaborate place? The difference, it's like the different, it's like, uh, a government funded rehab facility. Yes, it does. Celebrity rehab resort. Yeah, you're right. That does what it looks like but with very few windows, it just didn't look like an inviting place to go, did it? But I guess maybe, and I'll give them credit for this. Maybe they were going for government bunker with like, you know, three foot cement walls because there are dinosaurs running, running around. They want a place to hide people. I guess I'll give them that. Mm-hmm. That seems like that would be good, but, but it just looked like it did. It looked like there was a park. Now the way even theme parks then didn't look that shitty. Is what I'm trying to say. Like, like it, if you're telling me it's a theme park, it looks shitty for a theme park. It looked like a, a dirt zoo. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, but it, but a high, but a very expensive dirt zoo um, at that. Now they go on their tour. So it's like the dirt mall versus the mall where they film a game show. Yes, it is definitely that. The dirt, although I would say the dirt mall in that is more interesting than the. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a different. That's a different vibe there. <laughs> good vibes, vibe. earthy aromas. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are my people. They go through the, they try that tour and, you know, mm-hmm. they jump out of it. Do you think they explain too much of the secret sauce and the cloning in this movie? What like, do you, do you think they went, did they go too deep? Like where they, when they were going on that tour and it showed, right. we went and extracted the blood and they show the DNA sequences and them filling in the, do you think they went too deep on that? Or do you think they had to, to help people believe it? No, I think they, are you talking, that's why I meant, I didn't know what you meant. You meant the way they're explaining it to them or you mean for the audience? 
for everyone, like for for the way they explain it in the thing, and because think, you know, telling them the secret sauce. Hey, it doesn't matter. I got fucking dinosaurs. You know how I got there. It's not the problem. Don't worry about that. Yeah. No, I think I think in the movie, part of it is like they're doing it because, kind of like bragging, almost. You know, like they're okay. finally, because they're finally letting this out and letting it, you know, opening <laughs> it up to public consumption. So they want to. I get it. Show their ball sacks and be like, "Hey, want to show the hey, here's my dick." Yeah, <laughs> get it's, out. This is my Kate Winslet painting. Um, <laughs> woo. Yeah, so they want to show off, kind of too. I'm like, "Hey, this isn't is not it a fucking... drawing and not a painting?" It's really like drawing. Yes. Thank you. Well, well fuck you. <laughs> and I don't like the movie it as was much an as erotic you drawing with a big wood pencil. I think it's partly that's like, look how fucking smart oy, oy, we oy. are. Look what we did. Yeah. 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 But, but you know, they get to the end of the tour and they, they explain, like they said, how they can't reproduce. But Goldblum, you know, the chaos, uh, or what's his name in this movie? Always, oh, I just call him Goldblum because he's Goldblum to me and everything. But he, he his whole chaos thing. What was that? He is. He's Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his, he says, life finds a way, man. It doesn't matter. You, right. You're telling me you did this, but it'll do what it wants. It'll figure it out. It'll, you know, it may take time. The it may not be now. has spoken. It may, you know, that's the thing. He's right, though. Life does find a way. If there are, is an animal that, and its species needs to survive, if it figures out a way to do it, it will. Yep. Um, and that's just how it goes. Take uh, a nap in some amber. Yeah, taking that. Well, that's the mosquitoes, not the, the yes, but but that ex, you know that is interesting. Um, that is, so I'm gonna throw that out now too. That's my next six pack. Oh, are we on six packs? Let me see. What we got. Here. I'm just gonna. Yes, throw you it do. In. Okay, I want to make sure. Here we go. Yes. I did think the cloning explanation with the mosquitoes was pretty cool. So you like that? Okay. Okay. I so did. you you're I on board. Yes. You're 100. percent Okay. I and I agree in the sense that it if. If 93, see here, I'm going to give you a little backstory. I did not get to watch this movie when it came out because I was in basic training. Yeah. So I actually never watched this movie for years. I don't remember the first time I watched it. It wasn't in the theater or anything. That's it. I didn't get the opportunity to be one of the people that gave it $900 million. So I, so had I watched it then, I think I'd appreciated the explanation a lot more. Then when I watch it now, maybe because I have a little more understanding of gene sequencing and the genome and well, now DNA. I'm like, I, I go see that shit. Universal Studios. Big whoop. Yeah, I might be able to I might be able to clone my dog. I, actually, there is a service. I think you can clone your fucking dog. I, I don't, don't want to wanna... clone my dog. No, <laughs> if you want another one not. of your dog. My dog is on my shit list right now. Oh, your dog shits on your list. You mean? No, my dog shit on my bed. <laughs> Oh, all Johnny Depp style. Okay. No, not, so <laughs> I was, here's, you know, let's just, let's just get into the story. Not on my bed, my actual bed, but on my current sleeping quarters. Okay. So for the past, because several you're moving, days, right? Or is that why? No, because I'm isolating the past several days. Because, oh, that's right. Yeah. So everybody, my wife and son got COVID. Um, somebody in my son's class apparently tested positive. So it started this whole thing. Now it's like, you know, Spreading like peanut butter. Um, so once we found out, I've I've tested negative. So I've been sleeping in our spare room on the pullout couch. The the red room, we call it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know it is. So my wife 
went in there for something to get a blanket. Apparently left the door open. Fucking oh. dog got in. Went right up, apparently, onto the top of the bed on the sheet. Shat on it. Fuck it, eh? She went to bed early that night. I was so pissed. Oh, I'm just saying, you got Man. that dog treated you like Johnny Depp's wife. Yes. That's what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> Ah, yes. Oh, man. Now, a whole, um, whole different kind of amber than what we're talking about in this movie. Yeah, that's so true. Um, uh, here's the thing. Now, I will say this. Grant, he was on board with this whole thing, right? Like, he was enamored, in love, and, and kind of wooed. And I think that's what Hammond was trying to do. But once they said they bred raptors, it's like his whole demeanor is like, what the fuck did you do? <laughs> what the? What? Are you an idiot? Oh man. Oh man. So what did you think of that? Good stuff. You did? Okay. Huh. All right. Well, Whatever, what would you man. do? I don't know enough about raptors. I'd be like, oh, okay, let me see them. <laughs> Back then I probably wouldn't have known shit. You know, I'm not a raptor expert. Although I will say I want to go back a little bit. When he was explaining that they have the bird hollow bones like birds. Yeah. Um, they now, you know, the one thing that I learned a while ago, my daughter, you know, being in school younger and being in it, kind of into dinosaurs a little bit, found out that raptors actually were a, a feathered animal. Um, so it's weird when you see them without the feathers. Yeah. Now, you know, that that's not really accurate as to what they, they look like a fucking death chicken. That's a death chicken. Yeah. So I think, uh. I think that would be a concern of mine. So now we're not only breeding the dinosaurs, but we're breeding the ones that are airborne. Yeah. That would cause some concern. Well, that, you know, that's what the, the, the uh, Jurassic world, that's where they made some mistakes mm-hmm. in theirs and built that, like the whole bird enclosure. Um, this one, you didn't have that at least. At least they didn't go that stupid, right? They stayed the yeah. land-based. Although, how do you know? The thing is, is, you don't know what you're pulling out of the mosquito, do you? So when you breed it, you're like, oh, that's what that is? <laughs> it's like, it is, oh. it's like the, <laughs> the chicken egg game at the arcade. So they make it. We get the egg and see what the little prize is. I don't know yet. So they make it. Out. And if it's, a, so if it's a, a pterodactyl, do they kill it? Because they're like, no, we can't have that. And just save some of its live tissue for if they want to later. I mean, I guess. Just put it in a box for later use. I will say uh, the I like that when they're sitting around talking, there's a lot of things that happen. One is they talk about pricing of the park, how, you know, oh, I want everyone to be able to get it. We'll have a coupon day or it's like, fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. You know damn well uh, what would have happened. Oh, uh, but those tickets would be more than Disney. Yeah, that would they would be fucking ridiculous. Well, it's already on an island off of Costa Rica. Exactly. Like, so that, ain't, already, that ain't cheap. No, no, no. What are you going to do? An all inclusive and do an excursion? I was going to say it would have to be. A, it would have to be part of a cruise package. Yeah, it'd be a cruise package, but the cruise would be expensive as shit. Uh, that's not happening. Uh, but I'm saying you'd go to one of those all inclusives there in Costa Rica, and they put you on a ferry. If you pay $200 a person to go on an excursion for the day or whatever, $300, probably a thousand. Let's get real here. That yeah. park would be like ridiculous price. There's no, it's, it's not cheap. Now this I will like say for one percenters, this would not be for average people. Yeah. This, 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 is, this, this would is, be more like, this is instead of like taking your family to a game. These are Super Bowl tickets. 
Yes, that's correct. These are, yeah. It's like you're going once in your life and yes. you're done. You um, got two choices. Go to space or see dinosaurs. <laughs> only pick one because that's all we can afford. Even as one percenters. <laughs> so, uh, that's but I'll it. say. That's all you're getting this year, Northwest. Happy fucking birthday. <laughs> that's all you're getting. That's it. Um, you know, Ian uh, was right, though. I do like how he says they didn't earn their way through the science, right? Um, they didn't yeah. do trial and error and, and know the consequences over like, you know, cause most science is done by testing and testing and, and failing and failing. All they did was skip the line and go straight to here's a dinosaur. Okay, hey. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to spread it and start making babies. Yeah. And then, then I love it. But then his explanation is, Hey, dinosaurs had their shot. Uh, you know, they failed, you know, what you call discovery, I call rape of the natural world, that type of thing. Like they, it's like, Hey man, we don't need people, don't need animals back that didn't survive because they couldn't hack it. You know, Mm-mm. that's, that's kind of how it is. So there we go. The group is joined by Hammond's grandchildren, Lex and Tim Murphy for a tour of the park while Hammond oversees the tour from the control room. The tour does not go as planned with most of the dinosaurs failing to appear in the group encountering a sick Triceratops. It is cut short as a tropical cyclone approaches Isla Nublar. Most of the park employees leave for the mainland on a boat while the visitors return to their electric tour vehicles, except Sattler, who stays behind with the park's veterinarian to study the Triceratops. Boom, chicka. I'm going to get my generic right now. Okay. Okay, I know. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Digging through dino poop. Hell to the no. Where did she get those long-ass gloves, though, to do it? I want to know. Oh, those are a standard issue. Oh, okay. That's in her travel pack, <laughs> I'm sure. But you know what, though? She, you know, she is obviously care. cares. Yeah. Okay. I'm just trying to imagine what that Someone, smells like, dude. You know that if you ever have a weird illness and, they, they're, and they're going to ask you for a box of shit and they're going to be digging through your shit. I'll just give them somebody else's. That, that doesn't fucking help you. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, and but the smell of that. Let's think of that. Exactly. That's that's just wrong. But before that, I'm going to give my six pack before we get to the shit, which which. uh, Yeah, you're right. The shit. Yeah. (laughs) My six pack is uh, which car are you planning? (laughs) Whichever one you are in. I love the little kid just wanting to just really he's the kid is obviously a super fan of dinosaurs, as we've talked before. And he's an expert on who's an expert, and he wants to be with Grant. And that's yes. it, man. That little kid, he's just like... It's, and like we said earlier... Such a fanboy. Um, Ellie kind of tried to plant the seed that he's not for kids or wanting to have kids. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't, are we supposed to think, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I never... Like I said, I never thought that he ever gave off the impression that he doesn't want kids. He just found that particular one annoying and the other one kind of rude, but that doesn't mean he hates all kids, right? Like he might just, just, he might be asexual. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Maybe it's that. I'm just not involved in that part of the process. (laughs) I'm not in the, uh, I'm not. Well, maybe that's the only part of the process. That's fun. All the rest is the baggage. I'm saying we we still (laughs) don't know what's going on with them. Like, yeah, it's, are they, aren't they? they? Ross, Rachel, will they, won't they? I don't know. 
Now the cars they didn't age well. Did you see what they were? I have a note on it, obviously. Huh. But. No. Oh, they're just normal Ford Explorers. Oh, with, like, yeah. You know, a little fixed up. It, well, and I, I'm, I like to compare between this and the the newer newer one. They had think how futuristic those balls were in the newest version, right? Like those were cool, cool as shit. Those those electric like little balls that you could go out, yeah. and just roam the countryside. Yes. That was way better idea than this. This was like let's put Ford Explorers on a tram and let it pull them through. Like that, they couldn't even make up a special tram vehicle. They had to make it that car. That's kind of weird to me. You know what I mean? Just why not a Land Rover? A Land Rover is British, like this guy is, or Scottish at the very least, and it's a better vehicle, right? And you're going to charge what per ticket? Yeah. <laughs> I think you, you know, can afford a Land Rover. You wonder if they had done it with Broncos instead. <laughs> well, oh, how crazy oh, would that have been? Fucking hey, and white, um, right. with the logo on this. Oh shit! You know that because this came out. <laughs> this was just like a ninety four. Yeah, the trial was ninety four. This was ninety three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was like, yeah, wow. If they had made this with Broncos and the oh, how would they fix that? Oh, I don't know. The Bronco still didn't come back until what last year or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Did you ever see now, the episode of Pawn Stars where the guy actually has the Bronco was trying to sell it? No, I did not yeah. watch that one. That's They're, crazy. I wonder how much you get for that. Like, and they ended up not buying it. I think it was. So I've seen two on Pawn Stars. I saw the guy, I believe. So the guy, one guy had has the Bronco or did at the time. Yeah. And another guy had the car that Tupac got killed in. Oh my! Tupac and Suge. How much did that one cost? I wonder. They didn't buy that one either, but it's crazy. Death memorabilia is weird, though. You know, like murderers and death. I don't know how I feel about owning something like that. I I will say uh, Samuel Jackson. We meet him. So as a scientist, does that age well to you? Nothing. Where I don't get at least ninety-three motherfuckers. I Samuel Jackson ages with me because. Man, how like this was a perfect setup for him. Yeah, because he should have been like Nedry, that motherfucker. <laughs> fuck that motherfucker. You fucked us again. I get the fuck <laughs> off this motherfucking island. Get away from these motherfucking dinosaurs. That's that's what I know. That it, it just felt wrong. He's good actor, but I felt in this role. I didn't enjoy him in this role as much as I would like to. Like you know what I mean? Like it wasn't. At least a year or two later, he gets... I think we, we get a really good coming out with him in Die Hard with the Vengeance um, where we get the Samuel Jackson that we like. We, we start getting the one that we're used to now. So, well, no, and, we, and, we get and, Pulp Fiction uh, the next year, Pulp, too. Yeah, yeah, Pulp 94. Fiction, too. 94, yeah. So those next two years, we get two movies that reset the character... And made us go, oh yeah, we love this guy. But but th- this movie was not one that I'm like I I was like anybody could have done what he did in this movie. Anybody, I yeah, mean, again, anybody could have done what a lot of people in this movie did. Yeah, yeah. You could replace. I already said the t- the two leads. You could replace the kids in it, and it could might even be a better movie if you replace some. Yeah, people. the only one you can't replace, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. That's true. I like when when they're in their tour. I mean, I'm going to skip over a few things I have a note here because I don't think they're important. But in their tour, it's kind of a dud, 
right? Like yeah. it's kind of a a shitty shitty thing. So there you go. Whatever. I know it's like uh, getting in line and the ride breaks down. Well, no, it reminds me of is going to a it's zoo. Like, oh, let down. Like when you went to the zoo and you looked for the the, the tiger, red panda the, and yeah. it's always hiding or the tiger's sleeping. Yeah. Like none of the animals are out. It's like fuck this. This is like it was a shitty zoo. Therein lies the brilliance. This is how they're going to get people to buy season passes so you can go every day because you're not going to see everything every day. <laughs> you might see one thing a day. Ah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so for five year salary, you can get a three month season pass. Yeah. Now I want to talk about this real quick because it is part of the plot. The, we, I said Nedry's name. Nedry is the uh, programmer, and I think in hindsight, when we look at what happens in this movie, when Hammond is a jerk to him about his money problems, yeah, bad call, bad call. You think <laughs> <Just> so? <laughs> uh, yeah. It does seem to start a chain of events. It does. Now when they get to the T Rex thing i think they thought well we're gonna put out the goat and we're gonna see you know we're gonna tempt them and then we're gonna get they're gonna get to see a big dinosaur of course it doesn't work but what i find funny is that little girl lex Mm -hmm. is a pretentious ass vegetarian already in 93 (laughs) oh it's a oh it's so awesome (laughs) it's so awesome and then and then uh, when they have their conversations in the car um, Ian or Goldblum's character is having conversations about different concepts. And there's a couple in here that I like, and I'm going to go with the first one is the butterfly effect. Ellie is a scientist and seems very smart. And she seems to be having trouble with the concept of when he talks about the butterfly effect mm-hmm. and how things can, one little change can mean bigger changes. Like you'd think she would be able to grasp that. It's she looked like she was like, Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see that? I mean, come on. Come on. Hey, he does the water thing. That's what happens when you don't get proper nutrition. Yeah. Because you're a fucking now, vegetarian. Yeah. Now you I do have the a... information. You get cloudy, foggy. Well, Ellie's, Ellie's not the vegetarian. It's the little girl. Oh, shit. They, Remember, she's like, I'm a vegetarian. They both look like they're vegetarians. Well, she probably is. Let's get yeah. Okay. Because she's a botanist. They eat right. vegetables. Okay. Yep. Let me hit this. So, but Jeff Goldblum, I love his quote here, though. When they're in the car, he says, God creates dinosaurs. God destroys dinosaurs. God creates man. Man destroys God, creates dinosaurs. Dinosaurs eat man. And then the, and then she, uh, and then Ellie says, woman inherits the earth. There you go. (laughs) So, yes, I love that. I love, I love that. I love that. There's your whole Uh, circle of life right there. And so your Triceratops, it was pretty amazing. The uh, They did a really good job with those dinosaurs when they were up close with the animatronics. Yeah, they did. I'd have to say that is what makes this movie exceptional. The CGI is really good, how they use it, and kind of don't... You don't see it except for a couple scenes. But they didn't use it <laughs> for, for, up the close. Right, for the right ways. Like, they didn't use it when they shouldn't have used it. Yeah, it's not them petting a guy in a green sheet. Yeah. And pretending, oh, it's a dinosaur. And then later on, CGI and the dinosaur over a green sheet. I- I'm glad they didn't do that. Because that's now what an actor does. is Sometimes they go in a room full of of green with X's everywhere where they got to walk to. And then tell, and they give them eye lines where they'll put something and say, this is your eye line. They're talking to this thing. And like, it's, it's crazy. It's like, it's all CGI. I mean, 
I I theorize that you could make a Fast and Furious movie in oh, here we go and one big room with just nothing but green, and then you could make them look like they're in a car and just CGI the car around them, and you know, I'm just saying. Don't don't just say. Quit bringing it back to the Fast and the Furious. You don't even like the Fast and the Furious, apparently. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh yes. God help me. Yes, help you. Please, help you. somebody. <laughs> All right, good. Did you hear your your fucking director dropped out too? What do you mean? For the Lin- Yeah. The what's his name? Mm-hmm. Lynn or whatever. Yep, he's out. Why? Oh, I just saw a headline. It has to be those assholes because we talked about just, just a quick side here. Is remember how The Rock was like I don't want to work with these unprofessional assholes anymore? Mm-hmm. I wonder if there's some truth to it now if he's dropping out. Like Vin Diesel and the guys are like over the top like diva assholes now. Very possible. Whatever. I mean, they still make money with those movies, so they got to make it, but how they're doing it, I don't know. If Vin Diesel directs it, is, it would it be shit? That's what I'll I I'll tell you to. how they're doing it. They're doing it because of dipshits like you that still want to watch them. I, I, I don't necessarily want to watch it, but now that I'm invested, I have to. Oh. Now that we've watched all nine of them. You know what? I could skip the last two and be perfectly fine. You're going to watch them, though. I've had to watch them. I mean, I've watched some of them on my own, but I had to watch them all because we did the shows on it. I could literally give two shits about seeing the last two installments. You know, I would not feel like there is any part of my life missing. Here's the thing. I was going to tell you that what I was going to say with our Patreon is that maybe we don't do modern reviews as much on our station or on our podcast. So maybe we could do modern reviews sometimes in the Patreon and those next two, that's where we could do those. And the only way Anthony will let you hear it is if you pay for it. We need some audience (laughs) input, you know, Drop us a line. Let us know what content you would like to pay for if you were paying for said content. Yeah, there you go. You can do that. Are you ready to read this next section? Oh, sure. Why not? Jurassic Park's disgruntled lead computer programmer, Dennis Nedry, not nerdy, has been bribed by Dachshund, a man working for Hammond's corporate rival, to steal fertilized dinosaur embryos. Not Ethan's embryos, just embryos. Nedry deactivates the park security system to gain access to the Ethan quote unquote embryo storage room. Nedry's sabotage also cuts power to the tour vehicles, stranding them just as they near the park's Tyrannosaurus Rex paddock. Most of the park's electric fences that you should not whiz on, just some words of advice there, are deactivated as well, allowing the Tyrannosaurus to escape the attack room, the attack and attack the group after the Tyrannosaurus overturns a tour vehicle it injures malcolm and devours coach Gennaro. while grant lex and tim escape on his way to deliver the embryos to the island's docks nedry becomes lost in the rain crashes his jeep wrangler not ford bronco and is killed by a dilophosaurus yes so i got dilophosaurus <laughs> right but i mispronounced Gennaro. yeah yeah Yay it's, it's me. A, dilophosaurus it's a harder word too i know uh, but <laughs> so this is where we meet, uh, where Nedry does his real damage and you know, his name, like being like an anagram or whatever you call it, or what do they call that? What it's the nerdy nerdy is that, is that meant to be that way? Is that like, are we supposed to think Nedry and nerdy or no, is that you're thinking of something spelled forwards and backwards the same, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. So Nedry not. and nerdy. What is it when the same letters, but they're out of jumbled? 
but Nedry and Nerdy, I think they're trying to get us to make that link. You think so? I think that's too I don't, often. That's- I don't because you know why? Why? I only said that because when you look at it and you read it, that's where you, you think, want to say. That's when you think Nerdy. Comes. Not when you actually hear it in the movie. You just think Nedry. But Nedry is kind of an ass, really, when you think of it. Oh, I know. That's why he's one of my six packs. Oh, is he? Want me to hit a... Is that now? Sure. It is right now, actually. Okay, let me hit that. Hold on. All right. My last six-pack is Nedry getting taken out. That is a happy ending for me. So long, Newman. Yeah, yeah. He's... uh, Yeah, so long, Newman. Uh, But but his whole thing... his corporate espionage is kind of a lame excuse for how shit happens. You know, uh, it seems so like you would think he wouldn't do it on the day they have people coming before the visit. Although he doesn't give a shit. That's true. He probably, exactly. he's like, I'm deuces. I'm out of here. This is just but, another, to me, this is another element of how humans will fuck up stuff when you try to play God. Well, yeah, this human decided to run code that shut down those systems incrementally and fucked all the people in the park um but he had to know he might be fucking himself though because he's not an expert on the dinosaurs Mm -hmm. so like he didn't think like oh if i turn this off they might come and eat me and well lo and behold those ones that spit the venom yep you know ate him (laughs) oh man can you the venom didn't seem to work that was kind of shitty more sticky can you imagine what a way to go oh I don't want to. I, I've thought about that when I was watching this. Like, how would I feel? Would you rather be Gennaro where it's all in one bite? Or would you like be him where it's, they're probably digging on you? One bite. Yeah. I would do the one bite challenge. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how quickly you die when they bite you like that. Do you know you're sliding down their esophagus? Because you're looking for your gun. I don't have a fucking gun if you I'm blast, doing on a... Blast your way out. Here's what I don't get, though, about that. So... The, the lawyer mm-hmm. is, runs away from those kids and goes and hides in the toilet. Pussy. And if, and obviously, eventually, the, the dinosaur goes over there and the thing knocks the thing down and he's in there. Why did he pull his pants down and take a deuce while that shit was going on out there? I don't understand. Because did you notice he didn't have his pants on like he was taking a fucking deuce? You think he was? Or maybe he was rubbing one out because it's his last chance. <laughs> oh, you know what? That makes it a better story. It, it makes it more compelling. <laughs> oh man. But I want to say the 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 one thing when um back in the day when we started seeing previews for this movie. Yeah. And we saw the run up to it, the most iconic scene, you know what it was because they were trying to get us to think big and big dinosaurs was the water. Yeah. Like we saw that on TV like boom and you saw the water ripple. Yeah. And the water ripple. So that, great. that was we great did teaser. get that. Yeah, we did get that here. Um, we saw the water ripple and that I mean, was honestly pretty... like that is that's like an you know what that is something we could do sometime maybe paid content i don't know we could go yeah. into like some of the best previews or moments of movie previews ever because that's best previews that made us think a movie was going to be great and it yeah. failed or that too because <laughs> there are some movies you want you're like oh man i'm all in and then you go watch it and you're like fuck this movie <laughs> it's like exactly. what the hell happened elizabeth <laughs> Berkeley in a showgirls outfit. That's what I'm talking oh, about. Showgirls. Yeah. All all time. All time false promises. It I was. Mean, I, I thought I was gonna get sexy showgirl and I got I don't know what that was in the pool. Uh yeah. I, thought, I, I got a flounder. 
flop it in the water. <laughs> oh my god, I feel bad for what's his name, the guy, the actor that was there with her, because I'm sure he saw this performance when he was doing. Don't it. Was like, don't feel bad. Me. Don't yeah. ever feel bad. They signed up for it. Don't feel bad. You know, they always say people like there was. A, we did a movie where two people looked at each other and said, "Oh, well, we talked about uh, Big." Um, and in Big, the Tom Hanks and the the lady who played his love interest, you know, yes, they looked at each other and said, "This movie's going to fail." They thought, and they were wrong. I bet in this movie, that guy, you know, was like, "Oh, this is going to fail," and he was right. <laughs> after after that scene, he probably had that thought. Now I want to say the the I the remember. Ricks, Sorry. Yeah. Because I I swear, uh, so yeah, it was Elizabeth Perkins. I don't know if you ever saw this or like when the like shortly after the Me Too movement started. Yeah, you know, people would hold up signs and stuff like that. She held yeah. one up says said James Woods. So I don't know what the yeah. story was with that or what happened. Yeah, but I do feel like we should have the kid in big hold up a sign that says Me Too, Susan. Oh, right now, like as a that would be viral in two seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a uh, joke, though. You know, it's it was not, a, yes, it's a joke. It's a joke. It's not not real. <laughs> he didn't really do anything in that movie. Um, well, yeah, they did. Well, no, but at Tom Hanks and her, they did. But the character the inside Tom Hanks did some fun stuff. <laughs> All right, we need to move on. The little boy inside Tom Hanks got to sleep with her. <laughs> The little boy inside me wants to move you on with this what? podcast. I gotta tell you, is that like the saddest part of the movie, though? When he turns <laughs> to a kid again? I mean, yeah, he wanted to go back home and all this, but then it's like, as soon as you take a shower, you're like, damn it, it shrunk. Damn, I was back. hoping, I was hoping that would stay. Although you have a pre, you had a free preview. You had a free preview. You know That's what true. it's going to be like. You know what it's going to be like. So, like, you can be all prepped. So you're all good. You're all good. You're all good, man. It, the only thing is, he'll never get to the heights of being a v- vice president. So but there's that. He knows that, man, I'm not going to lose my hair. Yeah, well, at least by 30. My penis is going to grow. Everything's all good. I'm in I'll be an all right guy. pretty decent shape. Yeah. He he knows shit's going to be good unless he fucks it up. Right. I'm good so. at racquetball or handball. Or whatever that is. Ham- I don't know. Squash. I don't know. Yeah. Um, now, let's get know. back to this. Grant, um, <laughs> he is badass in this because, you know, once he sees that lawyer take off, he does go out there and try and help them. And then go and then Ian Malcolm Goldblum's character yep. shows a little bit of moxie. Cause you know, he, well, he's the one who kind of goads grant. He's like, you know, they're by themselves. Don't you? And he's like, they'll be fine. <laughs> like, but you know, he's ballsy. He gets the, the flare out and then they, and, and he gets him and tracks the Rex over to him. So he did the right thing. Yeah. It's not even say ballsy. Let's just say he did the right fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will say the the one thing that I I think this movie did is it changed the theater experience forever. Yeah. Um the sound was so amazing and how they used the rumbling and everything cuz they also brought out I thought surround sound at the same time that this dropped on like VHS and at the time DVD in 95. Yeah. came out as well. So they got they had like DTS around, which I believe Spielberg was a part of it. And then also THX and they really pushed that. So if you went, cause I remember I worked at Best Buy back in 1995 actually. And, uh, um, that's a long time ago. 
Good time. But they had a display in there, and it was this movie playing with the surround, and you could feel everything. So it changed not only in the theater how you felt it, it changed at home. Oh, yeah. And the reason you have a surround sound system, if you do, so a lot of people have gone away from it, but uh, if you have a subwoofer and a surround, you it's because of this movie, really, in my opinion. Why? What do you mean people have gone away from it? People don't, like, if you know mine, I have, like, the four, five, six speakers and then a subwoofer. Like, right. I have the legit surround system. A lot of people have gone to just a bar with the subwoofer. They don't need the rears and the yes, mid-center channels. Oh, I know you and I are because we are we are people who we review these fucking movies. We you gotta have <laughs> I get it. For stuff like that, you gotta have the the whole surround experience. Oh, I I'm I'm with you, brother. I'm with I mean, you. You and like, I are you know, on the same I have planet. A sound bar in the one room right now in my bedroom yeah. that the dog shat in. You know, I I'm not gonna set up like surround sound in there or anything, but I yeah, mean, I doing, mean like if you're doing if you've got like the big TV set up or projector or what have you, you got to have the surround sound. Oh, I agree. I agree. But there's a lot of people who don't. And they've got a lot of younger generation has gone away from that because it's not important to them. They're willing to watch shit on their phone and the sound isn't as important. They just uh, want to see the shit. That's it. Sound is more important than picture. I agree. <laughs> oh, and man. Guess what? If you had surround sound, you would be able to hear if the lawyer was whacking off or taking a deuce. That's true. See, That's sound true. bar isn't going to give you that. That you're is true. Hear the plop, or you're going to hear the. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But now you know because you have surround sound. <laughs> the. Uh... <laughs> Do you think this movie has a little bit of a shade of a horror movie in it? Aspect. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's getting eaten yeah, alive. I would say is. That's is it, You could call that suspense, but I meant like how the dinosaurs create jump scares and. You know how they kind of do the gotcha moments. Yeah, with the I would say horror, though. I, I mean, I'd say more thriller. More thriller? Are oh, you talking like, uh, this is thriller? No, thriller I'm not. Nine. Okay, not that thriller. I'm no. saying it's more of a suspenseful thriller. Hey, then I'll a be your thriller. Movie, necessarily. I got your thriller right here, buddy. All right. <laughs> I got the next section. Are you ready? I'm ready. Sattler helps the game warden Robert Muldoon search for survivors. They recover an injured Malcolm, but are chased away by the returning Tyrannosaurus before they can find Grant, Tim, and Lex, who take shelter in a treetop and encounter a Brachiosaurus. Those three later discover the broken shells of dinosaur eggs, and Grant concludes that the dinosaurs have been breeding. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, boy. Somebody got... Didn't... Keep the seeds separate in the pot plants. Man, Grant. Um, yeah, they did. Well, what we learn after Grant has to save the kid in the tree, that was whacked out of shit with the car in the tree. I yeah. would not have trusted when he went up there, you know, from all the movies you've ever seen in your life that you know that that's going to be a shifting load. You just need to get his ass out of there and yeah. get away from that car. But no, they took the ride. I know. Kinda. It's like, okay, what else should we have to worry about as far as life endangering events going on right now? Other than the dinosaurs trying to fucking eat us. Yeah, because we got the kind of a jump scare out of that scenario. And then the car trope of it landing on them, but not, you know, like you're inside the bubble rather right. than actually, but you know, we get that whole you trophy got, scene. See, I thought you'd love it. Cause that's your fast and furious moment. Cause it involves a car in a very tense situation. Yeah. 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 True. 
I, I, you know, at this point, it's funny, Muldoon and uh, Sattler are out searching for them. I had forgotten for a little bit in this movie. It was it was probably a good 20 minutes that I had forgotten about uh, Mal- Ian Malcolm, Goldblum's character, because they weren't going to him at all because he had, remember, led away that dinosaur, and after that, it's like, you don't see him for a little while. Right, right. And it was weird when they found him and they got in the Jeep and started running away with him. Like, oh, shit, here he is. Let's go. Fucking let's, let's go. Let's grab our dude. But um, that that was a legit chase, I thought. And it yeah. was really good CGI because that's what it was. That actually looked good. But And it was really nice that the T-Rex is fast. They said they clocked him like fast as cheetahs, right? Mm-hmm. But But they're not as fast as that Jeep, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> and and they obviously give up because after they got away too, it was like, ah, eh, fuck it. Yeah. I'm gonna go that food ain't worth it. <laughs> Where's oh, man. Is there any of him left? What did you think about the, them chilling in the tree? How did you like that scene? It was like I, I, the whole thing. Like I it, thought it was cheesy. You thought so? Um, Looking back, it looked like, Oh, let's feed it. Oh, don't take it all. Like he's holding the branch. Oh, yeah. I'm playing with the dinosaur. This thing can fucking squash you. Mm-hmm. If it wanted, it could eat you because even though it doesn't eat meat, it could just eat you and spit you out and then take it. <laughs> you know, there's no, I don't understand. I, yeah. It's, it's not just a large cow. Hey, a cow can mess you up too. Yeah. Get a stampede going. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Well, well, they do get a stampede, just not because of that. But, so. And we weren't, and they weren't the cows. But uh, but no, it was it was goofy. And then the cheapen moment when like, it looks like it has a cold. How do they fucking know it has a cold? And then it sneezes and snots all over the girl, which I'm surprised is not your generic. Yeah. Um, honestly, I didn't Look, call that one. I would I could have gone either way with digging through dino shit and getting snot blasted by a dinosaur. <laughs> either one. <laughs> but it kind of cheapened it. It made it kind of goofy. Like, and you know, I understand. I, I get what Spielberg's doing. He said he's trying to say there are younger people and there's a lot of violence in this movie. Yeah. Let's give a lighthearted moment in the middle so that they have a reason to buy in and like this character. But, but I think for anybody too, I like did. just watching it kind of breaks it up a little bit. I, I just thought it was a little cheap. I thought it was a cheap yeah. gag. Could have no. done something else, I guess. Yeah. Now the part, this, this part's pretty short. So we're just going to go over this real quick. It has to be strange with, with the, uh, with Grant, like you have to like within his world, he has to be enchanted and amazed and at the same time mortified and scared when he finds the eggs. Like it's like you've seen something you've never seen in the wild and that excites you, but you've seen something you've never seen in the wild that could should scare you. <laughs> like it's like two things. Like this is what was in Marcellus Wiley's briefcase. Yeah. The briefcase. Oh man. Oh, that it, 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 he's, I don't know, Grant, I, I'd have to say that I think that uh, I didn't watch the second or third one. That's the problem. I never did. I never watched Jurassic Park two. Have you ever seen it? You know what? I, so I did. I feel like I did probably. I just don't remember. Jurassic Park is one of those, like <clears throat> this movie. I appreciate it for what it is, but it's not really my thing. It's know? what? It's not really my thing. Okay, me either. It's it's. I mean, I get it. I'm just not like. It's all, one of the biggest movies ever. Yeah, I know. I'm not all into dinosaurs and stuff. It's like I told you before. Star Wars is not my thing. 
I appreciate Fuck it. Fuck you. That's not acceptable. I don't care. That is not acceptable. No, this is acceptable to be because it, 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 it's not done. Star Wars? You can't tell anybody what's acceptable and not acceptable. It's matter I of can. I can so fucking tell you. Tell you right now. You can't tell me. You right now. Go fuck yourself. I will. And with a lightsaber. We'll say Star Wars is not my fucking jam. Sit on a lightsaber and spin. Okay. That's still not going to change my opinion. Yeah, well, it'll change your colon. Yeah, well. <laughs> okay, read the next section, dumbass. All right. Unable to decipher Nedry's code, probably because he was a fucking Star Wars fan, to reactivate the security system, Hammond and Chief Engineer Ray Arnold reboot park system, shutting down the park's grid, forcing him to retreat to an emergency bunker. Arnold heads to a maintenance shed to complete the rebooting process. Arnold fails to return. Sattler and Muldoon head to the shed. That just sounds weird. Uh, they discover the shutdown has deactivated the remaining fences and released the Velociraptors. Muldoon distracts the Raptors while Sattler goes to turn the power back on before being attacked by a Raptor and discovering Arnold's severed arm. Meanwhile, Muldoon is caught off guard and killed by the other two Raptors. They head yes. to the shed. I'd have to say that in this section, this this is once again a little tropey. The whole we got to reboot the system, you know. How many movies have we seen? Oh, we got to reboot the system and we got to go do the specific thing, you know, to do it. So right. someone's got to go. We got to get in there. <laughs> right, we're gonna yeah. take out the Death Star. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Yeah, yeah. It was. That's what I don't get. It's like they they could have been. They could have done something a little different. Now, this is also the se- section where they don't say it in here, but this is where you see that stampede we were talking about. And then Grant and the kids hide behind that log, and then they see them run by, and then they see the T-Rex um, grab the thing. But what fucking get, got me on that scenario was that when the T-Rex ate the thing, instead of like being like, oh my gosh, instead of, it's you know, they watch it, and they say, oh my gosh, the fucking Grant asks the kid a question about it. Like, so what kind of dinosaur is this? And, you know, it's like, how about some fucking situational awareness and think, no, maybe this isn't the time to quiz the kid on his knowledge and figure out what he knows or teach him a lesson other than let's get the fuck out of here. Every, like, moment, like, <laughs> every moment is a learning moment. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but there can be a moment where you learn to get the fuck out of there. There, That, that hey, could guess, be the lesson. Guess what? He doesn't like kids. <laughs> True. Maybe oh. that. Maybe this is the proof. Maybe he just doesn't uh, give a shit. <laughs> but the the Rex eating the herd that was pretty cool. Seeing it take one down. Yeah. Do that and that was pretty good CGI. Once again, they did it in a way it looked good for its time. That looks so good compared to even some shit we've seen more recently. Yeah. That's kind of crazy. I'm. It, I guess they put a lot of money for the time into it. So yeah, it's sixty three million the budget on this. Yeah, that's a lot of money. It is, but it's kind of funny because now you're talking two hundred million for a Fast and Furious movie. You're talking probably three hundred million. I wonder Maybe. what the budgets are for like the new Jurassic Parks have been. Oh, they've been two fifty. I thought that's what I'm saying. So is Dra- like that, so yeah. Jurassic Park. Um, any of the big ones, anything big is about two fifty. Even Fast and Furious is they're all two fifty, which makes me wonder if it's a little more and they just cap it and say this is what we spent, <laughs> then lie. But, you know, because they know they're going to make a billion dollars or 800 million in a down year because of a pandemic. I mean, that's that's how it is. They know they're still going to make their money. So they just 
whatever it t- whatever it takes so up till 400 or 500 million is probably Jurassic, pretty good Jurassic World Dominion the new yeah. one now it's got a reported 165 million dollar budget oh that's not bad it's not like I mean Jurassic but is that but they people are more lukewarm on that series than they were three years ago but Jurassic World that was 150 and it did a lot of money Jurassic so Jurassic Park uh the Lost World 73 million part three 93 million so yeah these aren't I would have thought more. Yeah. Um, Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they don't. Well, you got to think about it. The actors they have, is, you know, Pratt and uh, Dallas. How bright is that? Bryce Dallas Howard, isn't that? Yeah, but I forget. Still, we're talking about CGI and dinosaurs. Yeah. Well, it's gotten cheaper, I guess. <laughs> Barely. Now, I, I want to get back to uh, where they decide they have to do the rebooting. And one of my favorite scenes, and it's one of my six-pack here, because when they're talking about what they have to do, mm-hmm. why did Jeff Goldblum, he didn't have to, but he struck that po- sexy pose sitting up on that thing. You know, he's sitting down, his shirt was open, and and he gave us his glorious chest mane. Yeah, just with his with his glistening uh, tan body, he didn't have to do it, but he gave it to us, and that's. I feel like he did have to do it. You think he did? Yeah, that's your <laughs> moment. The, you know what he should have done at that moment when they said, "Well, we're going to have to go over across the compound to this building to do this reset." That's when he should have said, "If you were fucking smart and thought you were so fucking Disney World, you should have built a tunnel system like they did under the ground, where you didn't have to go above ground to get to anything." That's a good idea. Yeah, Disney does has done. That's how their work, park works. Every they have all these underground systems to get to everything for all the cast members, as they call them. If you want to be Disney, do Disney shit. This is that's why they failed. If you want to be Disney, do Disney shit. Because there was no underground railroad. Railroad. Ah, railroad. There we go. No. Now, the rebooting was interesting because it did create us some tension, didn't it? Because once they get there with uh, Ellie and she has to prime the thing and she's turning on all the systems, mm-hmm. we see that they have to climb that fence. Yep, don't whiz on the electric fence. But here's my thing. Did you notice that that fence, they had those holes in it? I thought the kids could have been pushed through the holes because they're pretty skinny. If you if you had them put their arms straight and, you, and he would hold them and just push them through, they could have gotten through. I don't know why he made them climb. I don't know. But think about this. If you're climbing, the fence goes on. Yeah. You might get shocked and fall off. Hopefully not. Sure, that's what happened to the little kid. But if you're in the middle of the fence getting shoved through and the fence goes on, you're a hot pocket. Yeah, but they they didn't think it was coming on. My thing is, right when they got to it, then you go, oh, that hole looks big enough. Let's get you through that. Can you try? And the kid probably could have gotten through on his own and be done. I mean, that's it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I I don't understand why they made them. I think that was unnecessary. I think it was it's a hole. (laughs) Literally a hole, a hole, literally a hole. Uh, The only one that had to climb was Grant. And that could have been the tension. You know, you could have made it with that. Of course, no one could save his ass if he gets electrocuted, which is funny because Grant has to save that little fucking kid's ass. And he had jokes already. He called he called little Timmy the human piece of toast. Fucking isn't that a little too soon? That I mean, I mean it, <laughs> it's fucking too soon, man. Isn't that like <laughs> kind of racist too? I don't know if it's racist, but I know if you just got electrocuted, 
and and the guy who saved you calls you a piece of toast. That's a dick move. Call a little white kid a piece of toast, though. Yeah, it could be racist. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what I don't know what connotation you're using it in. So I don't, I don't know. Like, isn't it like crackers and to- like anything? Oh, a cracker is a racist or grain term, related, but, I guess. But I've never heard someone say toast. I mean, white bread. I've heard that one, but no one ever said toasted white bread. You know. Well, that's like <laughs> when you get a tan, I guess. I guess. Um, now you love horror movies, right? I do. Do you think that the, I think one of the best jump scares in this movie is the one where the Raptor comes between those wires when she's sitting next to the board after she gets all the systems turns on and it comes through that one, I think was probably the best. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I don't get jump scared though. Fuck you. No, I'm serious. Like I wish I did. That's one thing, like, I don't know if I've just gotten immune to it or what, but I don't get jump scares. Why not? I just don't. I don't know. Okay. They check your reflexes at the doctor. My knee just doesn't go up, I guess. That's all. That's all? Okay. Okay. um, I appreciate that. I'm just saying, I usually, like, it's been a long time since I can remember. I will tell, when we did The Strangers, I said there was some moments in there that were kind of like jump scares. Oh, that one will fucking get you. Yeah. That one will get you. That's about the, one of the last ones I can remember. Mama tried. Kind of getting me, yeah. Mama tried, man. But even Mama then, tried. I don't like actually jump and scream like a girl or anything like that. Oh, I've seen you jump and scream like a girl. Once. That was one time. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Grant, Tim, and Lex reach the visitor center. Grant heads out to look for Sattler, leaving Tim, Lex, and Lex inside. Tim and Lex are pursued by the raptors in a kitchen, but they escape and join Grant and Sattler, who have returned. The group reaches the control room where Lex uses a computer to restore the park's power, allowing Hammond to call for help as the four try to escape by the front entrance. They are cornered by the raptors, but they escape when the T-Rex appears and kills the raptors. Hammond arrives in a jeep with Malcolm, and the group boards a helicopter to leave the island. Um, so, I got a comment about this. One issue I kind of have with this movie, it's too fucking long. And I get yeah. it's a big time, big budget movie. You, you know, dinosaurs you want to include. A lot of content in it. At the same time, it almost, it just makes for too much, too many close calls. You know, when you get into that, it's like. Yeah. Too many fucking close calls wrapped up into one movie. That's where it kind of loses me. I agree. Um, where this one loses me. Um, and you know what? I'm going to call this my generic because I didn't have one written down here. I forgot to put it in here. Okay. So I'll call this my generic. And that is the Raptors being so smart. If they learn how to use door handles, we're in trouble. Um, I have a hard time believing that this lizard would be able to open a door uh, without understanding the concept first. Like, uh, you know what? Without knowing that that's what opens that. How do you know to use the fucking door handle? It, even if it's smart enough to, to learn it, it has to at least see it done by someone else. There's a lot of people that shock me that they are able to do that. So I'm not going to, but even your kids take a while to learn it. Um, they aren't going to just do it and go, go up to it and go, Oh, I know what the fuck this is. Beep. I'm yeah, in the door. How many, That's times, not how it works. how many times have you seen somebody go up to a door and try three fucking times to pull it when they should actually be pushing it? 
That's my point. No. You just argued for me no, that I'm a saying. lizard should be go up to the fucking door and maybe just try to push it open rather than use the fucking door handle because it doesn't understand what that is. It's just something there, so I'm going to do something with it. No, because it moved it slowly. Remember? It, it slowly tried to move it, if you remember. You have to watch. It slowly opened the fucking door. So go fuck itself. It's not... It, that's horrible. It's, it's not good. But... Okay. Remember, it's part frog brain. I, but you want to know something? I'm going to hit a second generic. Now, I'm on a roll now. Here, Here we go. And that is Lex. Lex, to me, is an over-actor. She, everything, you see everything at once on her face, and she looks like she's going to shit down her leg or piss down her leg and go catatonic all the time. And then, and then in this scene, she then is this person who's going to save the day. Like the person who's like, oh, oh my God. Whoa. And I get it. She's a kid. That is the reaction she should have. Yeah. But be consistent with it. Don't two seconds later go, okay, now I'm going to fool the dinosaur by putting my reflection on the end and it's going to bonk its head and I'm going to get away. No, this girl is not that smart. Hey, we've, we've already established many of the people in this movie could have been replaced and we'd be fine with it. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So, so we get to the part where she has to hack in and turn on the systems, right? Yep. What kind of hackers esque <laughs> bullshit file system was that? I mean, what the fuck are we watching? Was this where? Is this where they got that? Is this I, where I, they got that? I, I, they should have done a cutscene. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Let's boot up. If it, the only thing that could have made this better is if that kid was old enough that it could have been Angelina Jolie three years later or two years later, whenever that movie came out. Yeah, she got a new job. Like she, she's with or with her parents or wherever she's at, you know. Because we don't know who her parents are because they're just grandkids, so they could have her mom could be an author. Yeah, but we don't know her. We don't see her. We know of her, but, but we don't see them. That's what I'm saying. Women who love men who are social amoeba. She's a best-selling yeah. author. I guess so. I, I but anyways, this ending so you, scene. Did, so are you saying like you could see a hackers and Jurassic Park crossover? That's what I was saying. It could have been the same universe if they were just done a few more years apart. Because she could be like, if she four more years, she could have looked in that range. But I think the movies are too tight to get you know where she wouldn't develop into a young lady like that uh, in two years. I wouldn't say the movies are too tight. I will say there is nothing about hackers that is tight. No, I meant like in timeline. The timeline is too tight. The timeline is too tight. You can, it's a movie. You what can are you talking about? His outfit with the little sling on his leg is really tight. Oh, I know. I'd rock that. <laughs> and the belly shirt, which isn't yes. really a belly shirt. It's just like a midriff kind of cut off. <laughs> we it's did like, that movie. Uh, um, and if you want to, if you want to, uh, listen to that one, guess what you have to do? Oh yeah. You got to join Patreon. There you do go. It. But he's got it <laughs> cut. It's like, this is like the precursor to untuckit.com. <laughs> yes. I think it's like, it's, I don't like it so much here or here. I just like it right here. Now that is a Tommy boy reference. Just to meet the belt buckle. If I wore a belt, but I don't cause <laughs> it's wrapped around my fucking leg. What do you think? About the ending here, though, with the the Raptors and the T Rex, and did you think it was suspenseful enough to make you think, "Man, I love"? Or do you think at this point you're like, "Man, this movie's just been a little too long"? 
Well, that's what I already said. At this point, it's just like I've I've had enough with the close calls, and yes, I got to see some dinosaurs. Could we trim yeah. trim another twenty minutes out of this movie? Yeah, and my thing with the T Rex at the end is like you know the the Raptors are trying to get them, and they have our suspenseful moments. But the T Rex comes in and saves the day without knowing it, and is trying to eat the Raptors. But my thing is, doesn't a fucking T Rex get full like any other animal though? It doesn't just go around eating everything and being like, oh. I can eat more. I mean, how, how, what's its metabolism like? I, I just, I don't know. Oh, T-Rex pretty big. I mean, but you've seen in the wild, how a, a, a fucking alligator can eat one meal in six months. Yeah. I mean, what, what's a T-Rex got to do? Does it have to eat six square meals Dude, a day? I've, I mean, I've seen that. I've also seen 145 pound male eat 73 hot dogs in two minutes. So where are we going? I don't know. <laughs> is it, are you saying the T-Rex is trading for dinosaur maybe, competitive eating? Maybe he is. I don't know. I'm just saying people are different. They fill okay. up differently. Maybe he poops a lot. All right. So last thing I got. Hey, or last, hey yeah. remember we just did Men in Black 2. Yes. She ate a whole fucking person. And Actually, no we, did not, no, we did not just do Men in Black 2. We that did. comes out a month we did. later. No, 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 we did. It's not released yet, but we did it. Okay. Really out. We did it. We discussed it. And remember, Laura people Flynn Boyle, getting, Laura you know. Boyle ate a whole fucking person. And <laughs> two minutes later, she's having Burger King. <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> okay, that's an alien, and there's magical thinking. This movie's supposed to be grounded in reality, though. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is a dinosaur. Well, it's it. They try to get the science right and try to keep it as realistic as possible. You know that because they want people to feel the possibility of it which is why this movie is so enchanting to people. I do. But and I feel is... the possibility that the T-Rex could eat more. Hand and up. I want to ask you a question. Does Sattler and Grant have some hot baby making sex when they get home? I don't do know. Do you think because of her seeing him with those kids and like, you know, the manliness that, you know, they were taking on the situation is she like, oh man, we're just going to, I don't know. We're going to do some Thomas Crown affair on the stairs. Because guess what? I'd also be thinking, we just got out of this mess that was in part caused by breeding. What? I don't know if we're going to do that. Like, I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like after Sea Jaws, can't go right back in the water for a while. True, true. I mean, yeah. After Sea Speed 2, you can't go on a cruise for a while. That's also again. After, if you just witnessed all of that, are you sporting wood after that? Like, man, all this, carnage, I don't know. All this carnage made me really horny. Uh, maybe extreme situations like in speed one, the extreme situation. That's what they did at the end. They got a little horny. So there you go. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe that's what happens. Oh, I don't wow. know. Maybe that's what happens. I don't want to know either. So I don't even uh, know why you had to bring that up. Cause I, because that was the whole point of her thoughts in the movie. Cause she was looking at him at the end, uh, kind of longingly in that way. Um, so to me, I just wonder if that's, you know, I don't happen. I think he's more attracted to dinosaurs. That's true. But I think there, I think, I think she's going to get primal with him. That being said, wow, that's it. That's this movie. That's it. And in this, I think we took almost as long as the runtime of the movie to get through this. No, we didn't. It was a half hour where we were talking to each other before. So, <laughs> okay, so, good. Okay, so, so you have your question. What's your question that you have? Here it is. Every 
episode. Souvenir time. What prop are you taking from the movie if you could own it? All right. I want the Barbasol can. So the the Barbasol can that they put that he put those little uh, embryos or, or yeah. whatever they were the dinosaur shit that false bottom. But that was real shaving cream in it though. It that is, was interesting. That was kind of interesting. Party, you know, it's like a mullet can. Yeah, business on top, partying back. Do you know who could have used that? John Travolta in Urban Cowboy. Um, Do you know who could have used that? Drug who? smugglers. Yeah, to a whole shit. Yeah. Yeah, if they can figure that out, why can't drug smugglers figure that out? So well, tra- no, I mean people use that. Like they actually sell those things, different, different like cans with false bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Remember, do. Michael Vick got busted trying to bring pot through an airport with he had a water bottle with a false bottom. Oh well, yeah, dumbass. It's this a water was before bottle, the dogfighting thing too. But like this was he. This was like even before that. This is be- this, he was a. This was when he became known for a different piece of shit. Yes. <laughs> All right, so mine, I love mine the best because at the end of the movie, you see Hammond sitting there and he's and you see a piece of amber with the mosquito in it. When it crawls out, you see Hammond's cane uh, with the ball of amber that has a mosquito in it. I would love that cane. That would be the shit to have right there. You know what would be that's, awesome? That's partly why the Barbasol can works for me because I would pry that fucking amber off the top of your cane and hide it in my can. And you'll never find it. <laughs> but, and then I'd beat you with my stick until you gave it back. You can't prove it was me. But I can still beat you with my stick. Yes, that's wishful thinking for you. You can beat your stick. <laughs> hey, baby. Whatever. Just, beat uh, the stick. Beat my stick. I get what you're saying. Yeah, dinosaur sex. All right. Are you ready to rate this movie? Let's do it. I like this movie. I don't think it's uh plot though is particularly amazing. It's kind of shitty when you, the, the whole, the, well, at least the impetus for why the dinosaurs get out, you know, with the shitty, um, nerd, Nedry, nerdy guy. Nerdy and dinos- but, but here's the thing. Dinosaur cloning was pretty radical at the time. And it was pretty cool. And simply in its simplest terms, people not being eaten is the best part of the movie. The plot that I like. I like that part of it. The thing is with this movie, when I rate it, I rate it based on its, its ripple, meaning that it reshaped movies forever. It showed all the possibilities and it did it pretty close to flawlessly when it comes to with, with special effects that, that we look back on other movies and we shame them for them. This one, we don't do that because it's pretty good. So because of its iconic splash, I give it 21 cans. Oh, wow. All right. I actually concur with pretty much everything you said there. Cause I was thinking of this the same way Jurassic park. Again, it's just not like dinosaur movies are not my thing. I, I do, you know, it's good. It's just not my thing, but at the same time, Born in horror, this is not, but no, 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 not that. I mean, I like all kinds of movies. I'm just saying this one. Um, usually anytime I rate a movie, I'm rating it based on my personal feelings towards it. Do I like it or not? This is one of the few I actually am going to say, even though I don't particularly enjoy it as much as, you know, the people that got this thing over a billion dollars at the box office do, I do appreciate it and enjoy it too for what it is. And I get that. So I do rate it higher because of that. And like you said, the ripple effect and what it did so many things about, about it, but you know, obviously like there's things we said, the plot is weaker than it, 
could have been like the movie's longer than it needed to be especially it just kind of wears on you after a while to me but again i will still rate it pretty high i give it 18.5 it's not bad it's not bad that's like we said it's what does that put us at like if i was gonna say like jurassic park for me personally where would i i probably it, it if it were like how much I personally enjoy it, how much um, I give a shit to watch it, I might be like at a twelve or something. I was gonna say fourteen, and maybe not even <laughs> that high. Not again. It's but, high, but I get it. Like, you know, if you're but. if you're at the video store, is and you're thinking about what at what point am I grabbing that off the shelf compared to you know so much other stuff? Oh, there's so many other It'd things. Be a I long fucking time before I picked up Jurassic Park. That's, That's right. correct. So we have an average of nineteen point seven five. What's that put it in uh, our major league is 19.75. Wow. That makes, you know, that's funny. There's a lot of people who think that's blasphemy, but which movie would we grab first major league or Jurassic park? And then we, we know which one that is. Jurassic park first, according to your ratings. Well, well, no, 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 no. We, we just said, I, I rated it based league on it. I do. Yeah. But my yeah. major league rating major league is not. What did I put it at? 14. 15 and a half. 15 and a half. I rated it better than I would have rated this if I were rating it based on my enjoyment of it. Mm-hmm. Like this, I would have rated below Major League. But uh, because this is more iconic for yeah. what it did to movies, it is it is what it is. See, I don't know. I think Major League did a lot for sports movies. But anyway. I think, uh, I think uh, Field of Dreams, The Natural, there are a lot of other sports movies that did more for sports movies than major league. Oh, I completely disagree, but that's okay. Let's see. We have the proposal at 19.5. It's a better movie than this. home alone at 19. A better movie than this. Yeah. But Hey, you know what? That's just how it is. But, but the day home alone is the only one I could say. You could argue that reshaped movies, the way they looked at children and movies and trying to get that super hit. Yeah, just like this one, but it didn't break any. It didn't break any ground like this did with special effects and all that stuff, though. Well, here's the difference: that one had those two kids that you never even think about, and Home Alone had Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, true. There's that what was. Now you get Macaulay Culkin in Jurassic Park. Shit gets real. If Macaulay Culkin would have been in Jurassic Macaulay Park, Macaulay Culkin had started setting booby traps up for those fucking dinosaurs, they would have got it out of there a lot faster. Because if he what? was, guess what? The fucking dinosaur uses the door handle that you hate, but comes in and a torch is on his head. <laughs> yes, there you go. Hey, uh, but, um, but I think he might've been just slightly too old to play that part by then. Slightly. That's what CGI is for. They can make him younger. <laughs> yeah. They're that good at it. What was right above it? Right above it. Oh, let's see here. What is 19.75? So let me look for some 20s. Batman 89 was 20.75. It's Princess, a better movie. Princess Bride 20.25. What did I give Princess Bride? Uh, 16 and a half because you're an idiot. Because I'm smart. No, you're and not. I would rate it better than I would have rated this for myself personally. <laughs> Just letting you know, it's still a better movie to me. All right. We got uh, The Matrix at <laughs> 20. Yeah, that's a good movie. I'd rather watch The Matrix than Dino Week. Yeah. Every, any day of the week, I'm picking the Matrix over the Jurassic Park. That is so true. There's because but here's the thing. What's interesting though, the two kind of are similar in this way. They both were meant to blow your minds when they came out, right? Yeah, yeah. And they both did it in a different way, but I think Matrix is better at it. Mm-hmm. Blew now, my mind. You know, another, I'll throw this into with Jurassic Park. The one thing I'll say is, it might have been different for me had I watched it in the theater originally. 
True, me too. You know, maybe one of those movies like that really could change your perspective on it. Maybe, maybe if I'd have seen it back then, but I was busy. So. Everything you talked about as far as the the um, sound technology at that time, and how it was, just you know. changed. Yeah, the game. But I don't believe it. I saw it in the theaters. Some if movies do, just changed the game. Some movies just did. I would. I personally think of obviously a better movie than this is um, Pulp Fiction, which we haven't done yet. But that's right. and it came out just the same time or 94 right after it. Yeah. And it changed the game as well, but a different way, Mm -hmm. you know, like game changers. So there you go. Yeah. We would like to thank you for listening. We also encourage you to join our Patreon so you can get some of that bonus content and other fun stuff. Remember you can go to sodapopcultureclub.com for all things related to the show, including your chance to make movie suggestions and our episode schedule is there as well. And I just want to say what you don't know in our Patreon is that if you're in our Patreon and you make a movie suggestion, there's an odds we might do it. There is one way to guarantee it. There's a level you can pay for if you do that and you make a suggestion, we do it. That's all I'm going to say from there. Just going to say that. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and we have a Twitch channel. Now, we want to give you a little tease as to what next week's movie may be. See if you can guess what it is. See if I can do this. Billy, someone's at the door. I can't Billy. do it, man. Billy, someone's at the door, Billy. Is it the Tookies? Is it the Tookies, Billy? I can't do it, but you know what I mean. <laughs> and as always, we want to thank you for listening. Is there anything else you have? Yeah, tell Aunt B she better have my bean pie or I'm a kicker ass. <laughs> oh, man, that's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. <laughs>